everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Globus Theater. I believe we're on episode eight. I should remember this. We are. Because I like to try to say that at the top of the hour. Uh, and as, as always, brought to you by the nine powers of the ninja. Timmy. You already know what they are, but we won't go into yeah, it. Yeah, we don't need uh, to go into it. And again, this movie is very faceted and not going into anything. So we're keeping keeping true to the true, true to the movie. Yeah, you know there there's some movies like especially lately that overexplain things. This movie underexplains things. This movie doesn't. <sighs> it leaves it open to interpretation. How about that we say that. Yeah, it's a choose your own adventure. Like they give you this quiet, muscly dude, and they're just like, make of him what you will. And yeah, if you didn't, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah but Griff, before we start, I just want to get this out here. We finally. Uh, Entered 2005, I think, by getting a Facebook page for our, our uh, podcast. <laughs> That's pretty 2005, yeah. And uh, so if you're interested or if you've actually found out about this from from the Facebook page, we welcome you. Thank you for listening. I'd uh, also be amazed if uh, <laughs> it actually worked. I thought you said we had some uh, we had a spike. We had a pretty damn big spike last Friday, so maybe it might have been driven off that. That's true. I don't know what else would have. Yeah, that's a good I'm point. gonna say because I did it. I I gave all the credit um, to Twitter. <laughs> I mean, Griff will attest to this. I'm like technologically retarded, so I think everything's set up properly. So if you want to comment or you, you can friend us, if you can't, if you, we're what we. We'll, we'll take anybody. If you want to friend us, we'll <laughs> accept you. And if you want to comment, you know, because. I talked about this with our other buddies that had uh, a podcast. You know, when you're doing this, you're kind of like in a vacuum. You don't know what's like what people like, what people don't like. So we would like appreciate good and bad. We don't. You don't need to like suck a dick or anything. You can be like, hey, this sucks, that sucks, whatever. I mean, I don't know if you want, or if you want to give us suggestions for future movies. I mean, we'll we'll think about it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we 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 love talking about this stuff, and we would like talking about it to anybody so i think that's what we're hoping to spur out of that right so having you some know. fun conversations yeah so that's like why i started posting those instagram pics where just give people a little slice of the magic we get to see and that people are probably depriving themselves of for no good reason at all yeah we got we got two pages because we got one that's just a regular like like a person would have under golan globus and mm-hmm. then we have also golan globus theater which is our podcast page i i've I don't like reading like directions or instructions or anything, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. what's the difference. But you can find us either way. We'll have, of course, we have the greatest avatar, our our mascot, Frank Grills. Frank Grills yeah. So you'll see it right there. You'll know you'll know which one to go to because there actually are a couple other Golden Globus, but they suck. Well, they probably went debunked. I mean, and now that us just. Uh, giant rolling wheel of greatness are coming through I, I don't see how anyone would stand near us the gravitas the gravity of our magic is just I know. intense it's like we're like the the unstoppable uh yeah. something i get letters from our neighbors i barely have neighbors near me but i get letters from the neighbors saying you guys holy shit you got well that's why right i got now. the facebook page because you were getting literally letters in the um, mail and i was like that that just takes too long we need instant we need instant. So I said, let me do something. Hey, I like writing letters. And I'll, uh, I'll, I don't know. I mean, I'll try to get a Twitter thing going. They're being a huge pain in the ass. So oh, that's right. Know, they... you know, I'm still like blocked out for some yeah. reason. <laughs> but we'll figure that out. We, we, yeah, we might. So, yeah. <laughs> but what we're going to figure out tonight is, as I think we mentioned last week, we're 
closing in on the most golden globest of holidays of all time. Of course, we're speaking of Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Because Golden Globus made the most American movies, and that is the most American holiday. So we are going to be covering the most American of Golden Globus movies, and we're starting with American Ninja. For 2,000 years, the sacred art of the ninja has been guarded in the East. Remember the day I found you. Now, it has come to the West. Remember what is hidden deep in your mind. He is the only soldier. Date of birth unknown. The only American. Who is he? Who is capable of defeating the secret Black Star Army. The mission to hijack a U.S. military arsenal. Your destiny, my son, awaits you. The adventure. The confrontation. of an American American warrior. All right. And now that we're all enthused about this movie, because that trailer does such a good job of really getting getting us all hyped up, um, we just need to bring us all right back down because we have a big, big, big zero of a, of a hero. Michael Dudikoff? Yes, Michael about? fucking Dudikoff. Yeah, you know, just imagine if you took Chuck Norris and had less personality. That's basically what Michael Dudikoff is. So you're talking about a man made of glue, basically. I'm talking about... I've seen mannequins that had more, more charisma than Michael Dudikoff. Oh, shit. Like that mannequin that Chuck Norris threw out of. What if this movie is a, a sequel to Hero in the Terror and that mannequin they threw out of out of that church? What if that is... It came to life like the movie mannequin? Yeah, what if he came to life and ended up being Michael Dudikoff in this movie? <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't know how he got the job. Is all I'm trying to say. Well, I I was I was really surprised because when he finally does talk, because this movie starts out with him not talking for 15 minutes. Yeah, he just like is brooding and like in the corner for like 15 minutes. And of course, I couldn't even think of the the guy because he he looks like a certain somebody, and I was like, what what's what's that guy's name? Uh, Henry Dean and uh. Yeah, not Henry Dean Stan. No, James Dean. James Dean. The, yeah. yeah. So when I, I, I thought the same thing, Griff. So I did about two seconds of research, and I read the first like couple paragraphs about this movie. And what Menachem Golan wanted was a kind of a James Dean type guy. Mm. So he was, he, believe it or not, he was acting there. Okay. 
That wasn't just like it wasn't the guy with like head trauma. He was oh, okay. actually acting. He really does look like he's been traumatized with something. I mean, you got he, he he's in the army. He's got all these GI buds who are just no. Like, he has no buds. Well, That's he, the problem. He has no but We don't know but he, he doesn't have any but, buds. No, but he's, we know because he's being a dick. Well, yeah, because these guys. They're like, you know, like you, as you do in the 80s, you, they were doing some hacky sacking. Oh, man, they were sacking and it they, up. And they, like, accidentally kicked it toward him. and like, hey, bro, you know, join in. He's like, mm, I'm he just going to twirl my butterfly knife. Won't even be cool enough to throw the sack back. I mean, just fuck, fuck off. Right, so right off the get-go, I don't even like this yeah, fucking character. Exactly. It's not like the guys were teasing him or anything. They No, they, they wanted him to be a part they, of something. Exactly. They were trying to include him, and he was just like, nah, fuck you guys. Butterfly knife. Um, But as a, any good movie, we don't need to have any kind of introduction to characters. We need ninjas immediately. Well, villains. Right. With a chance of uh, ninjas. Yes. Standby ninjas. Yeah, standby ninjas. Yeah, so we're introduced to uh, the love interest, Trish, who we learn is the colonel who's running this this base, his daughter. And she's going to be part of this convoy that they're, I guess they're delivering, like, military weapons to some other, like, other base. I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah. So they're they they're, they're driving and uh, there's like some construction workers blocking the road. And they're like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on?" And they stop. And then all of a sudden, these construction workers pull out guns. And they're like, "Hey, we want your shit." And everyone's like, "All right, take it." Yeah, I don't, don't want to get hurt. Exactly. They're, I'm they're, a trained soldier, but it don't hurt me. Please. They're all in the army, and they're just like, "Hey, guys, let's just do what they said." I mean. I don't know. Maybe that's the good they way. They all say that except for... Well, Dudikoff doesn't say shit. Is that what he... Well, no, he doesn't say anything, but he, he speaks with his fists and his oh, his feet. So they're all being cool, and Dudikoff's getting offended because, like, they're roughing up the girl and stuff. So he just starts, like, hitting people and, like, throwing around. He's dodging. Like, that one guy tries to butt him with a gun from behind oh, yeah. him. Oh, yeah. And, and he ducks underneath the it. senses kicked ninja in. Ninja senses, man. Ninja senses. But, By the way, his, his character's name's Joe Armstrong, so we we say Joe. That's who we're talking. Yeah, about. good, good, yeah, good time to pull <laughs> that out. Yeah. Um, but uh, he I, also I, does a sweet move. Well, this is a little bit later. So the he just fucks up these like regular guys, no problem. So meanwhile, up in the hills, there's this ninja with this black star tattooed on on his like under his eye, like a tattooed tear type thing, but it's a black yeah. star, and. I also know it bugged me. He's wearing, he's got like the ninja mask, but his nose is hanging out. I don't know, it just irked, that irked me a little bit. I, cause it, just, it made the whole outfit look not cool. Like a ninja outfit looks badass. Sure. But when you put your nose out, it looks dumb. I don't know. I don't know. I'm getting off the point. So he says, he sends in his army of ninjas in. He's like, well, those guys can't handle it. Right. Ninja time. Typical, like, we, we suspect this movie might be better in the Philippines. And so these were like, the, the initial villains are like, uh, just like, Filipinos that they picked up off the street and they're like here's some guns and I was very excited because there was an Uzi so I started my Uzi counter I was like there's gonna be so many Uzis in this movie they're just gonna be I mean notorious it for like, being it was like the worst Uzi I was like put 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 yeah. put, put like it didn't even like what an Uzi <laughs> supposed to do and my favorite part of like uh, Dudikov beating up the uh, the initial villains is that they, they've they got the leverage. They've got the advantage. They've got the guns drawn, all the army people. Dudikov, they, don't have any, they don't have ninja skills, though. Yeah, they don't have ninja skills. So when Dudikov 
starts busting out the ninja skills, they're not just like, hey, fuck this guy and shoot him in the leg or something. They're in awe. They're just like, what are these skills? I don't recognize them. And so instead of shooting somebody or like, you know, like, hey, you better stop, they just watch as he starts beating them up. So fucking, yeah, Black Star has to come in and start, you know, uh, taking control of the situation. Fortunately, they set up a few trampolines, like, right on the side of the road. <laughs> well, yeah. You, so if you're a ninja, you always bring a trampoline. You're always prepared. They're like yeah. Boy Scouts. Yeah, exactly. So they do. They bounce on the trampoline, do these sweet-ass flips over the mm. trucks. To perfection. Unlike that flip we saw earlier. Who was that? Brock Lesnar trying to do a backflip, and oh, he yeah. landed on oh, his he's, head. He's not a ninja. He's not a ninja. So, and then there are a couple ninjas up in, like, palm trees shooting arrows. <laughs> so they kill, like, four of the soldiers. Not Joe. Joe does this sweet move, like they're they're about to kill Trish by with bone arrows, and he just whips out this uh, handle of a shovel and yeah, just, he, he catches all of this, the arrows with it. I, I, I thought like somebody tried to hit him with it and broke it in half or something, but yeah, he ends up with it. He just starts <laughs> catching the arrows with it. And then at this so. point, Trish is like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." So she jumps back in her car, immediately crashes the car. Oh god! It was a <laughs> set. It was like the most embarrassing scene ever because she's like, just grinding the gears, just like, "Where's the drive?" <laughs> and then she's just driving Goes off right like, off the oh, road, flips the car. It was so bad. So like Joe's like, oh, I guess I gotta help her. So he runs out, grabs her, and they just start running away from everybody. They just bail on the rest of their their guys. Oh uh, yeah. Which you we you don't we know you don't do that in the army. You don't, you don't right. bail on He people. bails everybody, but he also knows that this is the general's daughter or whatever, so he's yeah. like, I gotta make sure she's safe and she's right. kinda acting on her own now, so I gotta control the situation. So, so like imme- immediately we go run the whole gamut of the, the meet cute that we always see in every movie where the girl hates the guy immediately. Like in four minutes, we go through that entire, like, which yeah. would be a romantic comedy, like an hour and a half. She fucking totally hates this guy. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. You're ruining my, my clothes. This, these shoes he, cost more than your words. He's trying to help them escape because the ninjas, Black Star especially, recognizes the ninja skills. And he's yeah. like, who is this man? Those skills are uh, formidable. And you don't, and, it, and he's kind of confused because. You don't teach a white man how to you be a ninja. Yeah, that's a punishable they, by death. They bring it up. There's only two ninja masters, and apparently now there's a third one. But uh, so yeah, Dudikoff's just ripping this girl's heels off her shoes, and she's like, "Oh, I got those in Italy. I got you gotta have to pay for that, Mister." And then he gets out his knife and just stabs right, her in the crotch, right, <laughs> right in the crotch. That's what you think, but no, he's doing it. He's doing he, her a favor. Yeah, exactly. Still not saying anything, just staring yeah, at her. hasn't spoken yet. We're about 12 minutes in. He might just be autistic. Uh, yeah, the 80s didn't really identify autism. He may well, have been autistic. Yeah, maybe, I think this movie came out before Rain this Man, was, so you're right. This is a really deep movie. They, this movie, they I, heard, I heard hero. this movie inspired Rain Man, so it could explain God, what autism is. Damn it. I wish I would have known that, known that when I watched it now. the first time. Hey, I'm helping everybody else enjoy this movie when they think that Dudikoff's a very one-dimensional character. No, he's actually autistic. This has got layers. This has got layers. So we're cutting skirts. We're tying up pants, and uh, we need to get this girl back to town. But first, we need some real sexual tension, right? Well, first, well, they, they dive in the water. Oh, yeah. And they, they got to dry that clo- He does the ninja trick where they're just underwater. And I they should have had little reeds sticking out of the water, but they didn't go that far. I wish they did. They just he just disappears, That's one of my and the ninjas can't find him. And then he they they go up on the the other side of the river, 
And he's like, hey. And you know that weird voice he had? Like, I'm glad he didn't talk because he finally talked. I know. When he finally did talk after 15 hey there, minutes. We're going to have to dry our clothes. It reminded me of uh, one of the Simpsons characters doing a spoof of uh, uh, Kennedy. Uh, it was just this really weird, tiny voice that kind of sounded Brooklyn-y or something. Like, it was weird. It doesn't match him because he's a pretty buff uh, guy. But Right. Oh, so, I, I don't know, maybe that was an acting choice. I don't know. So he's like, we got to dry your clothes off. So they get naked. Well, he's in his boxer shorts. She gets totally naked. She's down. Also, she, like, totally wants to fuck him now. He's like, yeah. wow, man. I, the way he threw me in the water, that was hot. So I mean, if I was that close to a live ninja, I'd recognize it. Maybe she recognized it. And maybe. the the sexometer, some kind of internal parameter for and, and this also makes sense to your autistic thing because he's like not feeling it at all he's like not even looking he's like looking away like oh yeah i just want to dry my clothes i just need to dry my clothes did you want to dry your clothes too so i mean they're gonna dry the shit out of those clothes and they're gonna vamoose back to town and get just return her so then meanwhile while they're doing that the the uh court, colonel he was a colonel he was in general he, okay. Who the father? He shows up. He's like, "What's going on?" And then we're introduced to my, who I consider the real hero of the this whole movie, our old friend Steve James. Fucking Steve James. Last time we saw him was in our first episode, Hero yeah. on the Terror, and he's back. I gotta tell you, I I did more research about Steve James than I did for this movie <laughs> because he he really does. He, he's he's a great actor, or at least got, it, within these action movies. Well, one he really one. He's an actual martial artist, unlike Michael Dudikoff. Really? Yes. Because he was a stuntman originally. Apparently, oh, yeah. I did see a lot of stuntmen. Two, he's um, way more ripped than Michael Dudikoff is. Three, beautiful. he actually has charisma, which Michael Dudikoff totally lacks. Exactly. He's, he's got all. He's got it. I mean, so I have this theory that, I mean, maybe because of the, the times we were living in, these not-so-socially-aware times, they were like, we got to have a white guy be the lead, but he's totally stiff and corny. Get a Steve James for some personality. Yeah, it works. I mean, he definitely helps bring this movie up to where it should have been. Right. So, of course, <laughs> since he's from the streets, because all black characters from Golden Globes and movies are from the streets, he goes, "I uh, I noticed this only only a ninja could well could do this. They need to have a showdown first because he wasn't at that. He wasn't at no. He that shows kerfuffle. He, yeah. No. He well, he comes later because they're they're like. Like I guess like the ninjas took off, and they're like, they're like, hey, what happened? You know, where's my daughter at? And then he yeah. comes. That's when Steve James comes in and goes, sir, I noticed oh, this is the works of a ninjitsu. ninjitsu. Yeah, he some he heard about what happened, and he's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is all ninjitsu evidence. So he's got some kind of smarts going on. He knows about the ninjitsu ways, even though it, it's everyone else is dumb to it. Uh, just like America was before uh, Enter the Ninja came out. Right. God bless Golden Globes. So maybe he just saw that movie. and was that... that could be. I, I could see Cannon doing that. <laughs> Cross-promotion. If he would have had an inner monologue, I'd be like, huh, Enter the Ninja. <laughs> it shows flashbacks of Enter the Ninja. <laughs> oh, God. It shows, it shows Franco and Nero twirling those nunchucks. <gasps> Holy like, shit. Oh. I would... I would love if Cannon pulled a move like that. That would be amazing. But all the GIs, all, all uh, Joe's fellow GIs, uh, they hate him. 
because he abandoned them at the at that he's, heist. Yeah, he's been a huge dick to them. Yeah, the whole movie. He split to save you know the girl or whatever, but yeah, he abandoned. Well, his he gets brothers. her back safely. He does get he her drops back. Drops her safely. off. He gets like see you later. He gets back to base. Everyone starts shitting on him, and rightfully uh, so, as far as I'm concerned. And yeah, Jackson uh, confronts him. He's like, "Hey, man, we don't like you." Jackson, by the way, is Steve James. Steve James, is, yeah, is Jackson. Uh, of course, Jackson. Yeah, and so you can already tell that this is two titans, and they're there's they want to respect each other, but he seriously fucked up. So well, he got four guys killed. You don't, don't forget that. Yeah, so exactly. Like, so they're he, rightfully pissed off at Joe, and Joe's like, "What's the big deal? Like, I'm just I'm working on this car here." Leave yeah, me and his tiny voice. What's the big deal? Here? And then he's like, "Hey, motherfucker, no, let's go." Yeah, throw down. So they have they they have a little exhibition. Uh, in front of the, the all the GIs. This was, like, so insulting to Steve James. And it shows what a great actor he was because he pulled it off. He doesn't get one punch in on on Joe. Joe just whoops his ass. Completely destroys him. At one there's, point, he's choking him with a hose. Well, then there's that scene. He puts a bucket over his head and dares yeah. then Jackson to hit him and still fucks him up. Why did they have to make him look like that much of a bitch? Like, it was bad. You could at least give him a couple, like, punches in. You know? Yeah. Come on. I mean, we know, like, Joe's got to win. He's the hero in the movie. Right. Maybe land a knee or something. But, no, he was just getting tossed around just every which way. But this is another reason I like Jackson more. You know, he gets his ass beat in front of all of his buddies, and he gets up. He's like, hey, man, you're all right. As it happens in real life, whenever somebody kicks your ass, you're like, I merely respect you now and yeah. want to be your friend. And so, yeah, that's when that's when he, he's like, there's something about you. Like, I know about the ninjutsu ways. Where did you learn that? I'm from the streets. You and then he's me. like, I don't know. <laughs> I've got amnesia. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and then what happens is Joe, he has to go talk to the, the colonel. And we learn some facts about Joe and that there are no facts. Somehow he got into the army with no birth certificate, no like nobody knows anything about you. He was found six years ago yeah. on an island. He had amnesia. You know what he what he was doing. He's in foster homes. He starts acting up. He's kicking people's asses with his ninja powers that he doesn't know he doesn't know where they're coming from, but he's just slashing out with his ninja powers. And so that's how he wound up in the army because the judge was like, look, you either go to jail or you go to the army because you're just fucking too many people up. Yeah, a fact of which I didn't even know until, like, I was just skimming out for some details here to talk about. And I was like, oh, shit, that's the plot <laughs> I didn't gather from the movie was that right, he right. ended up – because it was like he didn't want to be in the army at all. He didn't want to be around people. He, I don't know what his goals in life are. As far I as I know – I don't think he knew. Yeah, as far as just yeah, drifting. Ex- yeah, there we go. Just going back to not Henry Dean, James Dean. He's a James rebel. Dean. He's a rebel yeah, without a cause. Or, yeah. And by the way, this is total, just nothing important. I just wanted to point out the guy that, who plays Colonel Hickok is his name. The real actor's name is Gooch Kook. <laughs> I'm not making that. Look at the. I was because like, I noticed that name in the the like credits. I'm like Gooch Kook. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> It's this guy. Speaking of great names, completely off topic here, <laughs> but I've been enamored by uh, a Tiger draftee of this year, a Detroit Tiger draftee, whose name is Brock Deathrage. Really? 
That's like the most badass fucking. I want his jersey. Yeah, uh, he's in he's in rookie ball right now, but he's Death off rage. to a he's off to a. That crazy is like the most cousin. awesome like canon character. Ooh, I is know. he named after a canon character? <laughs> he might have been. I'm gonna have to call his parents and figure <laughs> out what's going Death on here. <laughs> but I was just perusing the box scores like I do on a daily basis, and uh, I was like, "Oh shit, this guy hit uh, three home runs in a game. Who is this?" Did. And I was like. Brock Death Rage, <laughs> what? So hopefully he keeps raising through the ranks because you know I the Tigers so. in forty years might have a guy sporting a name Death Rage on the back of a nice jersey with like number eighteen on it or something ridiculous. Sorry, complete. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! And now we got to go back to talking about ninjas. I'm, I'm game. Yeah, I'm definitely game for I'm that. Not, not about Dudikoff, but Ninja's always Yeah, I want to talk more about Jackson and his pecs, but we should probably talk. Jackson gets, what, 10 minutes in this movie, so we can't, unfortunately, talk more yeah. about Jackson. I want to, though. So we get we get a little bit. We got, we got. Wait, is this where we go to Senor Ortega's place? Yeah, this is where we're going to finally cut away to meet our villain, but not just our villain, but the villain's villain, because we've already met some villains, yeah. but now we need to meet the yeah, you think at this point Black Star Ninja that that is his name in the movie Black Star Ninja. Yeah. I call him Asian Bronson because oh, he got, he looked like an Asian Charles Bronson. He's got the same leathery face and same wispy mustache. My only problem though is that he actually uh, can maneuver. Well, he's probably thirty years younger than. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, they look the same age though. They both look pretty old. It might have been the Black Star tattoo on his face. Could have been throwing me off. So. We think he's the main villain. Oh no, he's working for a guy named Senor Ortega. I, again, no, I guess ninjas would work for somebody if they're armless. But yeah, Ortega, he's not just. I forget his complete motives. He was just trying to buy weapons from the army or something. He was, yeah, he was. No, he wasn't buying. He was stealing weapons from the army and selling them to like whoever had the money. Okay. So. Uh, we learned he also has a ninja compound or a training compound. Dude, I wanted an, like 20 minutes of just a ninja compound. Uh, it was kind of like, I, I think this is where American Ninja Warrior got there. You know, I never put it together. American Ninja, American Ninja Warrior. Dude, well, in other countries, this movie was called American Warrior. And in one country, it was called like American Swordsman or something ridiculous. Uh, like it, it, but yeah, American Warrior was one of the names. And when you're trying to find stuff about this movie, YouTube likes to be like, no, 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 no. That's not what you meant. You meant American Ninja Warrior, that show that airs on NBC or whatever. This yeah. isn't a plug for NBC. No, they don't give us any money. No, fuck that show. So they're basically like a ninja obstacle course. And what is there, like monkey bars? There's uh, monkey bars, but they run across the monkey bars. Oh, that's right. And then there's that swing set, but it's like bags with like punching yeah, bags it, with some swords. But, of out. course, it has blades. These are advanced ninjas already. They're not on punching bags. You know, they're not getting touched. But Well, why don't you kind of explain what's going on with the ninjas? We have seen – how many nin- American Ninja movies do you – because I've seen the ones you've told me to see. Is it two, three, and four? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're five. I know. I'm asking you. I don't. What? I don't remember. Okay. Only ones I re- I distinctly remember American Ninja, the one we're talking about, because I remember when that came out. And I was yeah. like, fuck yeah. I want to see this shit. 
All okay. my friends want to see it. But I don't know if I ever explained this, but my mom was kind of like a action movie snob. Like she would like be cool with, like the A list shit, like Stallone or Schwarzenegger, but she was she was too too bougie for like the canon shit most of it. So I never got to see it in the theaters, but I did see it like a year later on VHS. All right, because I know in one or two of the other American Ninja movies, these guys come up. And I call them the Skittles Ninjas because they have these ninjas. I think that's four, but I'm not sure. It might have been four, but I know I've seen we'll, it. We'll cover them all eventually. <laughs> I know I've seen it in another, and goddamn, the American Ninja series gets crazy awesome. But it might be one of the few uh, movies with sequels where the sequels by far outdo the original. Yeah, they up the ante. That's what they, Golden Globus does. By tenfold. It's crazy how much better they get. But, um, so the Skittle Ninjas, and they talk about how they're building up this ninja army and they cut to them and they're doing their monkey bars and shit. There's these ninjas running around in orange ninja outfits, red ninja outfits, yellow ninja outfits, and blue ninja outfits. And I, I just spent all day just wondering, like, I want, I want to believe they go out and do, like, shitty ninja things in those exact outfits. Like, in broad daylight, because fuck, you're, you're you can't run around at night in a yellow ninja outfit. Well, Franco Nero could, but he's a special guy. Oh yeah, Franco could. Franco would look good in a yellow ninja outfit. I mean, he was he was a white ninja, but he could do yeah. it yellow. But I I just I loved it, and they're I I thought they were trying to get money so they could make their ninja army bigger, but. I don't well, I thought I, I, my guess, they never really explained it well, but my guess was or they were else. training, making an army so they could rent out ninjas to whoever <laughs> needed them. Yeah. And so <laughs> my, my guess is the colors were kind of like levels of mastery, like, like the color, different color belts in martial arts. You know, it was like you got different color ninja outfits. Right. When you graduate, you get the black one. Right. And it, probably followed some kind of skittle concept where the reds are the best skittles followed by the yellow skittles is there a black skittle there's not a there there might be in some kind of off brands not off brand but like skittles like to do weird flavors so what would black flavor be mystery or black licorice if they're doing like a like a joke one yeah but that would be a joke one no one likes black licorice is pretty fucked up yeah but they they definitely did a mystery one or white Franco Nero. They're both mysterious. All right, so we set up the villain. Um, As much, yeah. I think Black Star Ninja tells Ortega this was a guy who was a ninja. I could tell by the way he moved. Yeah. And uh, what happens after that? There. <laughs> um. They do such oh, a good you, job of explaining everything in this yeah, movie. You know, um, it's it's easy to keep track of all. What we learn is is that I don't, we didn't talk about him because he's a dumb character but there's this character called sergeant rinaldi and he's always riding joe's ass all the time and making him do like uh trash duty and stuff yeah right emptying empty he's emptying empty trash cans he's the mean dean or vice principal or something in like a high school college but griff is not just that we of course because he's an asshole he's got to be in cahoots with ortega and he is so he's supplying these weapons to uh to Ortega, so what he does is like ah two birds with uh one stone or whatever that saying is, like <laughs> <That's> uh, <it. laughs> he's like uh, Joe, I want you to take this convoy to this warehouse, 
and uh, so he's, the plan is they're going to s- steal the, the he's going to steal the weapons and give it to Ortega and have the ninja army kill Joe. I mean, you're. I hate I hate to uh, uh, go go back on our own tracks here, but we're missing out on a couple of things here, which is Joe struggling to remember. But we did talk about his amnesia. Oh yeah, yeah. And like every once in a while, there'll be a scene where he has a flashback. Yeah, and there's like this old Japanese guy in a Japanese World War II soldier outfit, and he there's a child. We we assume it's Joe. And they're like training, like doing some kind of ninja shit. It's ninja shit. Cutting a melon with a samurai sword. Right. And uh, the big reveal of how Ronaldo knows that Joe's up to too much shit where he takes uh, the daughter out on the date. Oh, man. I, t- I can't believe I uh, forgot that I, whole I, thing. I know. And Go I, into it. We ha- I had to bring you back here because it— I'm glad you did because it's a good scene. It brings up one of the best scenes in the movie. Uh, and— they're they're trying to set this up. The girl has set it up so uh, one of the ever all the all the GIs are kind of coming around to Joe now. Brilliant though, plan, by the way. Br- brilliant plan. Even though Joe got their friends killed and all that, they're starting coming around to Joe. Yeah, all, you gotta need, all you need is get your ass kicked by a guy, and then you're just like, "Yeah, hey, I like this guy." Well, Jackson loves him. Everybody <laughs> else likes him. So, well, the, why does Jackson love him? Because he's like, "Hey, man." We can, like, do exhibitions. Yeah. He's like, let's go back to the States. and Like, like he, wrestling. We can well, do these yeah, exhibitions. We'll make so much money, but Rebel that, dude, that, that was so huge in the 80s, watching guys do exhibition karate matches. It never happened. Dude, I just want – I hope we're going to be doing movies soon with the tournament uh, – Tournament-based stuff because blood sport style. That might the, happen. The quest. Oh, that's what I need. Ourselves. That might happen. Okay. So um, – there's a plan in the making here, and uh, the douchey guy we met earlier, Charlie, with the ha- Char- Charlie, Charlie, with the with the hacky sack, he he comes up to Joe, and Joe's again trying to win everybody over. So he's like, "I'm supposed to be going on this hot date with this lady with the big boobs, and I can't get out because I got some bullshit duty." Jackson, can you cover? And Jackson's just like, "No, man, fuck you, I ain't covering." I got I got this duty or that duty to do. I got some duty to deal with. And so Joe, trying to win people over, he's just like, hey, man, let me help you out. I'll take care of it. She's like, really? Because we were enemies just a few moments ago. Maybe that's Joe showing he has a conscience by like, well, I guess since I did get four guys killed, I'll, I'll deliver this note. Yeah. Uh, some big development in character. He's really trying to exit his shell and welcome new people into his life and it just took right. Jackson to really pull him through Jackson is it just took kicking a guy's ass to make him like Jackson's a really yeah. smart man he sees that this guy is more than a ninja he's a human being who needs to take on humanity so Joe's like yeah let me do this and he's like well how are you gonna get out of here because you're he's in well, we're Joe, on a base you can't just leave whenever you feel like it well joe's always in trouble because ronaldo was it ronaldi ronaldi is constantly chewing him apart like he he's not supposed to get out mps would just stop him immediately and be like fuck you no you're you're stuck here so pops on uh jackson's motorcycle jackson's totally shitty fucking motorcycle yeah oh this is a classic baby don't mess this up yeah so of course joe immediately just like fucks this motorcycle <laughs> up he's just like just doing all crazy shit with it yeah he's flooring it and like doing these cool like uh, 
Hey, break, hard breaks, turns, and just looking into the camera and doing some nice, <laughs> nice looks in there. That's all Dudikoff can really do. He doesn't have a good booming voice, so he just has a steely look. Um, but fortunately, somebody and somebody was setting up a ramp right next yeah. to the wall, and the the, the vase just happened it's, to be there. It's a very convenient ramp. And when you f- see the first shot, you're just like, oh, he's not going to go up that ramp. He's going to definitely. I think there's actually a scene where Jackson and them even say that. Like, he's not going to do that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a moment where they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He wouldn't actually do that, right? And you're just like, he totally will. If that's my Dudikoff, and it's my Dudikoff, he's going to jump that ramp. So. <laughs> oh, just died. <laughs> Oh, that's how exciting this next scene is. Oh, I just choked on my own spit. So, of course, and he's got to build up some speed. Even though the you ramp, know, uh, a professional place would probably edit that out, but we're not going to edit that out. We're not going to edit this out. The ramp doesn't. E- it's it's right against the wall, so he right, doesn't really perfectly. need to go that fast because he. Well, I mean, he could have walked over it. <laughs> you're right. He could have. Yeah. But he. Well, he's a ninja. He could have climbed over it, but. Well, that doesn't oh, look badass. Shit, good point. We don't know how far away this girl was, though. So that's true. He didn't want to walk there. Not he's no ninja bitch. Uh, oh boy. Um. So yeah, he's got to build up some real speed to get over this zero percent gap between the wall and the ramp. And uh, we get a great shot of him landing. Well, not him. It's the stunt man. The stunt man landing. And there's no way this guy did not get fucked up and break his legs. He just like, slams down you know, on the ground. There's a re- th- This is probably the reason there was only that shot because <laughs> this man gets jerked so hard. Like In my notes, I'm just like, man dies and or chips tooth, breaks neck because he hits so hard and you see his whole body rock. Like It looks uncomfortable. <laughs> and then the next cut is Dudikoff taking off. Yeah, of course. Just, just staring like... into the camera. I I'm surprised they didn't get a more classic-looking motorcycle to really play back into that Rebel Without a Cost uh, look. <laughs> they couldn't do it with, like, a dirt bike, so they're not going to do it with, like, classic motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. like, if they did it with just with, like, a really shitty-looking motorcycle. They could have just made it black yeah. and last. So he, uh, he gets to the restaurant thinking he's just going to deliver this message to a hot, big-boobed girl. And it turns out the hot, big-boobed girl is... Daughter... Forgot her name. Trish. Trish! Didn't even know her name. Trish, by the way, I just want to point... This is another pointless aside. Trish, I think her only other acting role is she was the... She was in Weird Science. She was the guy who's not Anthony Michael Hall's girlfriend. She was the brunette. Just setting that out. No. Putting it out there. No, I don't even know what that means. You ever seen Weird Science? Is that the one where they bring a lady to life? Yes. Okay. Well, it was she that lady? No. Okay. Near the end, they learn that they don't need her. They're they're they just need to be nice guys. So they get the girls in the end, but so Anthony Michael Hall, who's the star, gets the blonde, and then the other guy, I don't even remember his name, gets the brunette, and she was the brunette. Sorry to derail us, but I had to say that. All about niceness. Well, it's not like we really need to. I mean, we're like fifty percent. Of the way through this movie at this point. Well, yeah. So, I mean, what, derailing what, is not an issue. Well, basically, <laughs> this whole point of this scene is, well, also, the, they're in love. 
she loves him. He loves. I don't know what. I don't think he has feelings. He's kind of a robot. Yeah. But they're having dinner. Meanwhile, a couple tables down, we see our man Senor Ortega and our man Sergeant Rinaldi talking. Oh shit! So we got an we got the army guy hanging out with our big boss. Right, and they're discussing the whole thing. And so we figure now we find out. What's been going on with these convoys getting held up? It's because Rinaldi's in on it, and he's uh, so he's working with Ortega, and he notices Joe, and he's just like, "Holy fuck! I can't. We can't let him know that you can't. We've been seen together." So that's and then getting back to what I said earlier, we get back to where they set up. Yeah. Now we we know we need to isolate Joe, and uh, we need to we need to kill him and or blame set him up for the smuggling. We definitely. Need to set this man up for smuggling. Um, I know probably zero parts of this movie really draw out any kind of inspiration, but sometimes uh, when you make promises, you have to follow through. And a couple of weeks ago, I started an episode with a poem, and I also promised a book. So our my publisher, Merman uh, Publishing, they're like, "Hey, man." We haven't had a poem in a while, so... And I was like, look, Bukowski did it, and they were like, shut the fuck up. We're get, we need we need, we need, some poems. So I, I just... I went ahead and wrote a couple of more, and, you know, it, this is hard work. I wouldn't expect, you know, even Murray to know anything about writing this level of... Whoa. What? Griff. What's up? I don't know if you know, but I also... Wait a ...like minute. to write poetry. You're kidding me. No, I'm not. So I, I actually, I'm kind of insulted that you were like, kind of thinking like I couldn't write poetry. Well, I, I, I just don't expect people to think in the le- like. I'm always telling you about the levels, and poetry is about levels. So you're telling me you can you see those levels? Yeah, to the point where I'm going to challenge you. Oh, Murray, I wrote now based on the theme of the movie. I, I. I I wrote some haikus. Did you also write haikus? It's amazing you say that because yes, I also did write haikus. It was the Asian flavor inspired me. Jesus Christ, we're about to have a haiku to cough. Haiku to cough. Haiku to cough. Haiku to cough. Yes, it's exactly what we're gonna have. <laughs> well, shit. Um, you're the challenger. Should, should, I'm I the poetry master. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to go first. Uh, all right. I'll start out with hacky sacks flying, <laughs> butterfly knives are twirling. Which is more 80s? Take, oh, take that. Murray, that packs a punch. Eh, man, I, I, I bring it. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, I'm not going to flop like Jackson in that first fight scene, so let's see what I Bring got. Bring it. What I got here. <clears throat> I am Dudikoff, and you will be written off. Notice my hair, please. Wow, that even rhymed. I'm, I'm starting to get a little intimidated. Yeah, I know. I'm master over here. It's funny you say Dudikoff because I have a Dudikoff. Well, you, <laughs> you got to throw it in there. Ugh. Not Dudikoff. Steve James comes to the rescue. <laughs> Night eclipses day. Perfect. Great. I know. The whitest of nights. A slippery assassin. 
a roaming dojo. Hmm. You're gonna like not, what I do with my bad. third one to tie it into well, that mine's, one. Mine's pretty tight, so yeah. Sick. Ninja Battlefield. Mm. Throwing stars fall like steel rain. Oof. Bringing death to all. Oh my god. Boom, son. I'm gonna paint that on my wall. That was beautiful. Well, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make. I gotta be honest with you. That's I wrote that, but I've. I, I wrote that a long time ago. In fact, it's, it's tattooed in Sanskrit right on my ribs. But I always wonder what that said because yeah. you, you don't wear a lot of those really low cut. I'm all about tank tops. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm wearing a tank top right now. Dude. If it, were, if it didn't cool down so much, I bought a tank top and I was going to wear it. <laughs> because well, we just kept do. talking about them. And I was just like, man. That really gets your elbow out there, so when I you're know. delivering the elbow drops from mountaintops, you can really get some leverage. But exactly, it was it ended up being so chilly, I didn't wear it. But next episode, I'll be wearing it. <clears throat> Final haiku. So you'll remember my last line of the last one was a roaming dojo. <clears throat> Bring out the gojo, blood water, whoop, blood under the fingernails. Cleanliness a must. I don't know if you know what Gojo is, but it's that wonderful orange-scented uh, hand scrub. Oh. Yeah. Gojo is great for getting so, oil out of your hands. I, you know, this would be a perfect time. Now, thankfully that we have our Facebook page now, we can let people decide for themselves who won that kick <laughs> off. I don't know. It's pretty tight. That is pretty tight. Let's go Let's go ahead and put pop those up there. and You guys be the judge. You know well, it's me, but <laughs> we won't. We for well, I get people won't remember by the time they look at it if they even bother to look at it. They so we can't put we can't put names it. by it. We got to try to keep it anonymous. That way, they're not picking a favorite. Me, the mustached missing oh, tooth man. Oh. All right. Sadly, we got to get we got to so. <sighs> Outside of Jackson, this movie doesn't exactly do a whole lot to excite you. I mean, even this, even all the ninjas, like seriously. Well, the, it doesn't help that Michael Dudikoff isn't a martial artist at all. He's not at an actor. all. You know what? At least Chuck Norris like knew martial arts. He'd even want to be an actor. The few facts I picked up before we jumped into this movie, uh, Michael Dudikoff was getting into child psychology. And then Hollywood saw so him. So do you think he was like playing the role of a child? Like that was his method of acting? Sure. Like a three-year-old? Uh, yeah, like a shy three-year-old that may have been autistic. Um, So, yeah, Hollywood got their grubby hands on him. And like, you're a star now. And he ended up in this movie. And you told me he was in other movies. I wasn't he, so sure. He was in uh, – I was shocked to find he was one of Tom Hanks' friends in Bachelor Party. Wow. So he built – he. I mean Tom Hanks. That's a, that's. A I remember deal. him too. I don't. I don't know what he did, but I remember him in it. Yeah. Um, the other big fact about this movie that I pulled out uh, out of my big info dump on this was that uh, it was made on. It was made for about a million. Sounds like a Golden Globus. Exactly. Made ten million dollars. Sounds like a Golden Globus. Exactly. Like people. So you don't need two hundred million dollars to make a great movie. Exactly. You just need passion. You don't even need a script. <laughs> I, I, I believe that maybe that's why he doesn't talk because he's not good at 
Like, they didn't even have a script at that time. Like, it wasn't until, like, two weeks into the filming they had a script. So they're like, just, just stand there. Yeah. Here's the scenes we want to act out. Like, maybe you'll be inspired by the action happening around you to say something, and we'll go with that. And he just opted for, just get a stare and say nothing the whole time. Yeah, so uh, I think before we had that brutal Haikudikov, um, ha- Haikudikov, that's, that's, whoever can say that should win. Yeah, um, so <laughs> well, I just said it. He sent, well, then he won. He, so they send him to the warehouse where there's a ninja army laying in wait. We have a pretty lackluster ninja fight. He does do some sweet sword fighting moves. I'll say that he's he's flicking the sword around. There, there was that. I love, I love there was that ninja that was in a little barrel, like he was hiding. And he just stabbed <laughs> into the barrel. He didn't even get to do anything. Oh, that's amazing! He just ninja senses, of course, knew he was in the barrel. And then there was another thing where, like, there's like these bags of rice or something. Yeah, it was and nice. like this, the, I mean, he, obviously, this ninja, he must be on the uh, bottle bottom of the Skittles chart. Yeah, what would you say, out of orange, red, yellow, and blue, what would you say is the bottom? I think it would be the most obvious color. But w- what would that be? Like, the orange, red, and yellow would all. Say, I would say yellow. You would say yellow? First of all, yellow is the color of a coward. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay. And it's, like, the brightest color. So this was a yellow ninja. Yes. He was wearing a black outfit, but he's, he's yeah okay he's in, on point. the inside. It's yellow ninja. Yeah, so he's like you think these are like well, obviously he's not great, but you think these are the greatest like assassins. He's just like knocking shit off. Like rice starts falling down onto onto Joe. So Joe Mealy knows he's up there and he gets stabbed. Yeah, my favorite of that altercation, and uh, I only remember this because I happened to see it today when I was trying to rewatch the last forty minutes. Because it, at this point, I'm basically relying on right. <laughs> To help me through the rest because I fucking – I don't know what I was doing last night. I don't remember. But um, there's a point where he's struggling. Sounds kind of like Joe. Yeah. He's struggling with like uh, a, a person and then he's got a sword in his hand and he's like fighting it. And he ends up throwing two swords, one like up a story and into a guy's heart. And then one, like, on the ground with him into another guy's heart. So he fucking throws two well, he's an ninja. It's amazing. Oh, there's also a great scene where there's, like, little office building for, like, management, like, inside the warehouse. And he just goes in, and you just see ninjas flying out of, like, the windows and shit. Because, Jeez, I don't, oh. obviously, Michael Dudoff can't really do anything. And so they just had to, like, use your imagination to figure out what he's doing. Yeah, there is, like, I don't, I can't. I can't think of any choreography. I think they wasted it pretty much all on the Jackson ass whooping. Yeah. So then Joe, he, he kills all the ninjas and he climbs up in the rafters and he's like hiding out. And then at this time, Sergeant Rinaldi and Ortega show up and they're all like, what the fuck's going on? You know, you, you know. So then we, this is where Joe learns that they're smuggling weapons. So Joe's like, I got to go back to the base and let everybody know they're smuggling weapons. But Rinaldi, I guess, beats him to the past. He's like, no, Joe is smuggling the weapons. Lock this motherfucker up. Yeah. And, of course, Jackson's like, I know this guy. He kicked my ass. There's no fucking way he's lying. We're BFFs. I've known this guy two days. Like, this guy is my blood brother. Did I, I thought he ended up going to the base for the first time before he gets locked up, though. Yeah, he goes back to the base because he's— No, 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 no. Not, not their base, but not the army base, but the villain base. Oh, you're right. Oh my god! I, just, I don't. Oh, okay. 
How were you, how how do I know who this watched is, it? I watched dude, the movie and I don't know. This is a very forgettable movie. Yeah, he pulls like a uh, Indiana Jones move where he like climbs underneath the truck and's like hanging out. Yeah, because this is where the much like I was trying to figure out where the rocket launcher comes into play, and this is where we narrowed it down, I believe. Right? Okay, they, was yeah, around they, this like, scene. They opened up the crate and there was a rocket launcher. Yeah, like Dudikoff is or. Was it somebody else and the camera yeah. just happens? To, okay. Yeah, because they're, they're like, it's like Ortega or something. He's like, oh, okay, I got this and shit. One of my favorite cannon tropes is the fucking rocket launchers. This wasn't the classic rocket launcher. This is like a sophisticated. Right. This is this is the high pollutant uh, rocket launcher. There's a bunch of weird cables and netting and meshing, and there's right. a bunch Some of weird kind of- shit. Guy like a grid thing that you can. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot going on with this. So he, uh, oh, you know, we just, we left out a really big <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go back, but while we were at, this, this, rewind a little bit. What and, the, and the, when we, we, back. we when we first went to the ninja uh, uh, obstacle course, we also noticed that there's this 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 old Asian guy gardening for yeah. Ortega. We get a bunch of just little shots of that guy. And we're like, that guy's got to be important. Whenever Rinaldi and uh, Ortega or whatever are, like, talking, they do always cut away to that. He's always lurking in the background, listening. Well, clearly this guy's going to come up at some point, right? He's the senior Benjamin of, you know, this movie. Fuck yeah, he is. So we're like, wow, that guy looks familiar. Where did I see him last? Oh, right. He was in the flashbacks Joe's been having. Whoa. He's the World War II uh, vet vet that's been living on an island by himself for forever. What a hard on this man to take in a little white boy. Right, you're, you're, you've been killing Americans for like years, and you're like, I'm going to raise this kid. Well, he's a gardener for a reason. He do, he's not about destroying. He's about creating. And it's also greatly coincidental. He just happens to be the gardener for yeah. that it Well, he's the best gardener in all of the land. So he so went Ortega, yeah. We had to tell you that because when Joe gets he, he caught, hitches a ride on the truck, he finds this compound, and he's about to get killed because he's just outnumbered, and then the gardener pops up. It's like, hey, Joe doesn't know who he is because he still has his amnesia. Yep. He's like, come here, and he gets, and then he helps them you know, to get away and get back to the Army base. So now Joe knows... A little bit about, like, he's starting to kind of piece things together about his past. Knows about this master-type man. Still keeps having these flashbacks. Still having, he's seems having like, more of the flash. The yeah. master has basically unlocked his brain, but not completely. He's right. still, he's still got a big, a big, big obstacle to overcome. But Joe is uh, going to be in prison, and they're going to say that he stole the truck yeah, that... Yeah, Rinaldi pins it on him. He's yeah. like, he did it. Jackson, of course, is fighting for yeah, him. Yeah, he's like, no fucking way. Not the Joe I know for two days. Yeah, Joe the ninja. Joe the guy who flipped me over and uh, uh, basically uh, and made it, me a bitch. And Trish is the same way. She's like, I've known him two days too. There's no way Joe could do this. I was going to fuck him. I want to fuck traitor. Exactly. <laughs> so they lock him up. So you see a scene. Joe's like lying in bed in a cell, and he just instinctively starts doing one of yeah. the... Nine powers of the ninja hand gestures. And the black ninja has told Ortega, like, hey, this guy's no, he's not to be fucked with. We need to get him. Yeah. I now. need to get him. I'm going to go get him. And Ortega's just like, can you get him tonight? And he's like. I'm the black ninja. I can do anything I want. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's like, you can just keep doing your blow. Because that man <laughs> was doing so much cocaine. Oh, yeah. Judging by all the gold chains he had, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. He went back to his cocaine, Blackstar, 
get on him, man. Do this for me. So Black Star is just going to pop up, and he's going to start murdering people. He's going to be picking locks, and by picking locks, I mean he's going to be well, using just a... Well, he, he does a sweet move where he goes across the electrical lines, which would have fallen if, like, a real person oh, was yeah. on him. <laughs> and he, so he kills all the guards, and he, he comes in, and because Joe was going through, subconsciously going through all the nine powers yeah. of the ninja hand gestures, the ninja skill just kicked in, and he starts he starts kicking Blackstar Ninja's ass. They're going back and forth. Then Blackstar Ninja's like, "I'm out. I'm out of here. You're gonna kick my ass." Joe follows him because Joe sees all these guards that Dude, are dead. Joe runs away. You remember this wrong? What? Yeah, I thought he followed. He him. jumps up in like the fucking rafter, like the. It's like supposed to be. I also a... watched American Warrior Dude. instead of American Ninja. Yeah, you really did. The fucking Black Ninja comes in, and, like, another MP or something was in there. Somebody else was in there. Right. So, Joe ends up uh, getting another guy killed because he doesn't confront— Like, he basically is trying to get around the Black Ninja. He boogies out. Okay. Black Ninja then has to follow him. But they're on an army base, so Joe ends up running into Jackson. I don't remember that. I don't know what to, this movie is not memorable. It's so hard. And like we both take notes and we're both still like, what the fuck happened in this so, movie? Wait. So what is Carter I don't I mean, Carter, what does Jackson do? Jackson just like Ugh. I don't remember. I mean, all I know is somewhere we we Oh, you know what happens is and I remember. I can't yeah. wait to do the other American Ninja movies because they're so much better. <laughs> so what happens is Joe, I don't know what the fuck happened to Black Star Ninja. He just fucks off and leaves. But Joe like gets either on a motorcycle or in a car again. And Didn't takes we decide off. that this is where he captures the girl? No, this no. is later. <laughs> because what happens is Joe takes off. It, it happens soon, but not right now. Okay. What happens is Joe takes off and Rinaldi starts chasing him in a Jeep. Oh yeah, and the, then the, so they yeah. do this lame low speed chase, and then Joe like knocks Rinaldi off the road, and then Rinaldi literally taps into a tree, and the car explodes like in a firebomb. Classic. Like the 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 bumper didn't even get dented, and it explodes. Right. So Rinaldi's dead, so we can't pin it on him. So while that is going on, what happens next is we learn that Gooch Kook. <laughs> <laughs> the father that of sounds like a modern rapper. <laughs> little Goose Coot. Little Goose Coot. My little Goose, Goose Coot. You don't know? Yeah, that, that, that's that song. Little Goose Coot. So the father of Trish, he he is in cahoots with uh, uh, Gortega too, and he's like, "There's too much heat. We have to call this off." And Gortega's like, "Fuck you, man! I'm getting five million dollars for this shit. We're going through with this thing," and he's just like. No, we're not. And then I think uh, I think Ortega like beats the shit out of Gooch. I don't remember. Uh, I don't know. It, it's not important. Gooch just is there's gone. There's so for the rest. much of this movie that isn't important. So, uh, so Joe, I think he goes back to his master, and his master's like, "Here, drink this tea." Yeah, somehow Joe, Joe knows. That's why I thought there was a kidnapping because I don't remember his. There is a kidnapping because because while Ortega is arguing with Gooch, the Black Star Ninja is upstairs sneaking in and yes. he grabs Trish. Holy shit! I actually finally remember that fucking. There's an open window and a ninja silent. You think he would just go in the open window and and capture the girl? 
He busts through a fucking window, creating so much noise, and then captures her before, but not until after she screams for a few seconds. Ninjas are quiet. He would have gone in the open well, fucking window. If he was an American ninja, he could have done it right, but he's just a regular old black hey, star ninja. Hey. So he sticks her American in the neck with something better. like knockout juice. She's knocked out. Uh, so Ortega, Blackstar Ninja, take her back to the compound. So we've got motive now. Right. Joe needs to get back to the compound. So, he, but first he has to talk to his, his sensei. So well, he meets the sensei at the compound. That's right. This, uh, so he goes to the compound, and sensei's like, "Come here, Padawan." Let's... Yeah, here, here's some tea, and somehow this tea unlocks all his memories. Yeah, they just chill. They're in the middle of enemy territory. He's like, "No, don't worry about it, bro." Some of this so team. like we learn he was he was raised by this guy. We still don't know how he got amnesia in the first place. We yeah, still don't yeah. know what happened to the sensei. Childhood is fucking rough, man. Sometimes you just get amnesia. I I've guess. got amnesia. I guess. I can't even remember when I was seven. I can't remember this movie, so I can't, I can't <laughs> say anything. This movie gave us amnesia. <laughs> so it's contagious. Oh shit. You know what we need? We should have taken drinks of that goddamn tea before say, we did this. I don't have any clean water. I broke my water thing the other day, oh, so I can't brew us up Next any time of that. We'll good... drink some of that tea. This episode would have been so much better if I could have brewed us up some of that tea and we could actually remember some what that memory had. tea. All I remember is Jackson's great packs. Well well they were there. We're about to get to them. <laughs> Yes, we are, because this is where all the shit hits the fan. So he unlocks his memories. You know, it's all about being a ninja. He's, so the master's got all the tools of the trade laid out. Yep. Like a smorgasbord it, of death. And I'm going to go ahead and just use a movie that people have probably seen, Commando, that great load-up scene on the beach where he's just in his little Speedo, and he starts putting guns and ammo and grenades all, right. all over, painting himself. Charlie Griff was a little too into that. There was probably suspicion about me at that age because I love that scene. And I think uh, a couple times with my crew comb, that like hair gel on a stick thing I had, uh, I used it to spike my hair because I used to do that when I was a child. Um, I'm pretty sure I wiped that across my face as if it was like the black, green, and uh, whatever other shade they used to make the camouflage. But I did a, I did a couple of those run-throughs when I would... After seeing Commando. So we get that scene, but with ninja shit. Right. Size, nunchucks, Yeah, he goes stars, over it all, and he says all of them. And chunks. he does a little, like, he does the... We learn that the nine powers of the ninja hand gestures relate correlate to the weapons, because he oh. does it. For every one, he does a hand gesture. Wow, that's weird. I didn't remember that. Yeah, he does <laughs> Well, good thing I'm here. I got that amnesia. So he's, he's, he's suited up. He's ninja up. He's ready to go. Time to attack. I wish I had something big to bring up here, but well, no. yeah, it was it was a very lackluster this, ninja attack. This yeah. is like until uh, exactly, not it. It's it's also boring. It, it's mainly just ja uh, Armstrong, get, Joe Dudikoff getting away and like slippery and sliding, and but then this gang of just rat, just just crazy people come in. it's goddamn army well yeah because jackson rallies everybody says we got to help joe our so, new gi friend joe we got to right. go help him so, so jackson he's he's got the rambo outfit on he's he's wearing a tank top a camouflage tank top he's got the nice headband going camouflage headband camouflage headband and he, he's rolling in on that fucking Humvee or whatever. No, it was, it was a Jeep that had, like, a mounted machine okay. gun. So he's in the back. 
murdering just people. mowing people. And we get the first person <laughs> view of him just <laughs> destroyed. You see the, the fucking, his guns, shooting the gun. I mean, if and it like, was... And like, why, why are we watching Joe? We should be watching this. Yeah. You know, uh, for for an Ameri- for a movie about ninjas, they focus a lot more on Jackson <laughs> just using brute force to murder people. So maybe this movie wasn't even supposed to be about ninjas. They just really uh, were shy about doing an action movie about a you know a black star, probably. And then Too I love in every scene we see uh, 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 Jackson like a little bit more of his tank tops coming off. So oh it's just like a little God. pulled down. And then by, by and then you see him just ripped off. Next time you see him, he's got like oils all on his Dude, chest. Just, <laughs> he's just like, he is just, like he is. I if he was an actor today, he'd be Terry Crews. People, do yes. you know how much people love Terry Crews? Right. He's how, a one. He, people love Terry Crews as much as I love Steve James. Yeah, I, I, that's the correlation <laughs> I'm trying to make right. here. It's just like Terry Crews is just such a lovable guy and. He's also very ripped and very hilarious. Right. I'm pretty sure that's Steve James. He, yeah, you're, you're yeah. absolutely right. He was the Terry Crews of his day. So we're not even going to bother talking about much of the, the fucking Dudikoff fight at this point. Oh, yeah, we'll get, there's some cool shit that happens near the end, but yeah, we're going to talk about we need We need to really just talk about Steve, though. Yeah, so, then, so Steve is kicking ass and taking he's, the names. He's... You can tell that he's not going to be stationary. He needs to move. This is an adrenaline rush, but he's got that mounted gun. Fucking rip it off. <laughs> That's right. He just fucking rips it off and just running around, mowing right. people down. But, of course, now he doesn't have, like, the resupply of ammo, so he's right. going to have to toss the gun. And, you know, you know what happens when you toss a gun. Someone's going to challenge you. And who challenges him but Bolo Jr., I like to call him. Guy who kind of looks like a young version of Bolo from Bloodsport jumps in, and he's like, "Come on, motherfucker!" And I, I love that. Uh, well, you know, we know from the earlier fight that he doesn't really know as much martial arts as Jackson thinks he does. So he just grabs him by the dick. Yeah, I and uh, you know, young Bolo has no uh, my. I just happened to come across this knowledge recently, but that, that Joey Ryan wrestler who fucking fights people up with his dick. Young Bolo is no Joey Ryan. No. His dick is his Achilles dick. <laughs> oh, I see and, what you did there. And uh, so he's taken out pretty quickly. Yeah. And then, so then, fortunately, we have to go back to Joe. Fucking so Joe. Joe's out on this field. He's surrounded by ninjas. We're like, oh, shit. Joe can't do anything. And then there's this big smoke bomb goes off. And then his master shows up wearing these giant red MC Hammer pants. <laughs> and, then, and the rest is like a ninja outfit. Don't remember. Yes. So they start kicking ass. Yeah. They're like killing ninjas, killing ninjas. And then my, my, this is where it just goes. The movie just goes fucking crazy. So then the master, he does all the hand gestures and turns invisible. Ooh. He just disappears. And you're thinking, wow, he's going to do some cool shit invisible. No, he doesn't do anything invisible. Next thing you know, he jumps in front of Joe, catches a sword that was meant for Joe. Oh. So he just dies in Joe's arms. A sword, I think, thrown by the Black Star Ninja. Because you know there's probably like an Obi-Wan Darth Vader thing going on. Definitely. With them. Oh, I... Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's what you, you kill a guy's master. You must die. So then Joe's like, all right. So they start going at it. Uh, Black Star Ninja realizes I can't can't do it enough with just my ninja skills. So he uh, all of a sudden has this gun mounted on his wrist and starts firing bullets at yeah, you. Yeah, know? yeah. 
Well, it's an all-out war at that point, so why not? So they're like fo- literally following each other all around the house. They're on the roof. They're down here. They're that. Then, like, so the the gun doesn't work. So then he goes, "All right, last last resort. My my little laser cannon I have in my wrist." Fucking so. Again, I've got amnesia when I'm watching this movie. I can barely remember what the <laughs> fuck is happening. I try to watch it again a second time before we even recorded this. Didn't quite work out. Um, but the one thing I do remember is the random, oh yeah, now we have a laser attached to my wrist, and it just blows. Blows up like a potted plant. Yeah, that's it. It's a potted plant. And then, so. Oh my god. So, but meanwhile, Ortega, he goes to his helipad, and he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here in my helicopter. So, uh, Gooch Kook tries to stop him, gets shot for his, his efforts. Yeah, yeah. But they they take the daughter up there too. Well, right. He's a he takes her hostage. Trish, was Trish. It? it was Trish. Nailed it. And I, you know what? <laughs> you guys are gonna have to watch the movie to find out what happens to Black Star Ninja. Cause I don't fucking remember. But I think Joe killed him because I think they had the quickest fight ever. Like again. Oh, no, 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 no. I, re- I, re- I, re- I remember. I just sparked your yes. uh, your, your. You gave me your, some ninja tea. Your old. <laughs> Joe does kill him with a sword. He slices him like, and if it was a bigger budget movie, he would have sliced in half. But he just slices him right down his face and what? right down there. Yes, I don't remember this at all. Yes, he does. <laughs> he does that. Fuck. So seriously, I was sitting right there staring at that screen, and I somehow don't remember that. Yeah, he does that. So, Fuck. so then, so the helicopter's taken off. And Joe just leaps on the helicopter. He's hanging off, yeah. not being useless, basically. Yeah, he's not doing much. And uh, and so, how are we going to stop the helicopter, man? Oh, my God. Whoa. Steve motherfucking James. And he doesn't quite have the artillery. He lost his gun. But we did introduce a rocket launcher a few acts back. That wouldn't be a close by, would it? Just Yeah, right there. Fuck yeah, it is. He's got to pick up that beastly motherfucker. And, of course, uh, this is where I got really animated in my notes. I also think I probably was drinking last night because it's Jackson with the rocket alley-oop. He's shouting out like, hey, Joe, get down, man. Come on, get down. You're right. Jumps down. Fucking rocket launch. Boom. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, fortunately, they, they fly the helicopter like what? Five feet yeah, above five, the roof. Yeah, five. So uh, Joe grabs Trish. They leap down. And then it's like, he's like, yeah, you're right. He's like, come on, Joe. Come on. Yeah, he, he's calling to Joe. He's like, you got to get down, man. I, I want to blow this fucking helicopter and up. Then, boom. And then you get to see a great shot of like a model like helicopter get blown up. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of NBA jams. So this is where this line came from that I wrote down. <laughs> but uh, I don't even know if this was supposed to be the big thing. But Utah Jazz, Stockton and Malone. That's what I compared it to. It was. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. good at comparison. John Stockton, Carl Malone. Carl the Mailman Malone. I think that's uh, backwards, though. Mailman was the assist guy, wasn't he? No, you're right. Carl Malone was the mailman because he delivered. Well, yeah, I knew he was the mailman. But I guess I thought Mailman was an assist guy. He he no. Mailman was bringing it home. Yeah, he was. So, that's a perfect analogy, then. That's what yeah, you tell I mean, me. I don't like Carl Malone, but yeah. Well, that's he was what, still why good, don't you like Carl Malone? Because he was a dick. He I don't get into it. No, please do. 
He, uh, I don't know if people know this, but we were based out of the Detroit area, and uh, we've already brought up Detroit so, five times. So. Well, I'm bringing it up again. So, I'm my favorite sports team of all time is the late '80s Detroit Pistons, and there was a game where he cheap shotted Isaiah Thomas, the greatest small man ever to play the game. I'm sorry, oh. I'm sorry, Allen Iverson. He elbowed. Uh, I apologize, Allen Iverson. He's huh? like a dick. He was a dick. Yeah, but so, I'm saying a lot of people think he's the greatest small man. It's not. Isaiah, how many how many championships do you have, Iverson? Zero. Isaiah's got two. So he elbowed Isaiah and busted him open. Oh. Like, literally, like, it was something out of UFC. It was just, like, blood spurting oh, out okay. and shit. So I I've, never, I've never liked the guy. I don't have any beef with John Stockton, but Carl Malone's a douche. I get it. Okay. I get that. I, I After watching that goddamn 30 for 30, man, oh, man. It, it, even if you're not from uh, the Detroit area, I think you could – really enjoy what the Pistons did and how the Pistons changed basketball forever. Yeah, they did. It's a very different game because of the Pistons. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, yeah I like, mean, solved. Respectful answers everywhere. Everyone's just looking at each other just like, we're bros now for life. We're best friends. Respect's everywhere. Well, it's a class. This is a, a very classic, I think only in Golden Globe is trope that ending it on a bazooka shot. Like, there's... A yeah. lot of movies that do that, and I think every movie should end on a bazooka shot. Myself, it's a it, it, you know, it's my new catchphrase. That is the ultimate elbow drop from a mountaintop. That's that's it. Once you're done, you're getting the one, two, three. You're not getting back up from a fucking rocket launcher. Death with four, or yeah, three, three. Also, <laughs> that also happens in another movie we're going to talk about later. But I want to get into that. You might have spoiled it. No, because our. Uh, our next movie, continuing our uh, trek to the most Golden Globus holiday of all time, 4th of July. We've already figured out that the only thing that makes a ninja better is being American. Because, you know, as you pointed out, Griff, ninjas have no honor. They're scumbags. Yeah, they're complete scumbags. But not when they're American ninjas. That's what improved it. Yep. So the ne- what's the next, uh, you know... Um, I mean, it, it's the next thing that we can improve by putting American on it. I mean, if we're talking like, uh, uh, you know, hey, we need ancient. Uh, I'm sorry. How can we take ancient someone else's Japanese? culture and yeah. improve it by making it American? Yeah. Well, I if you're if you say ninja and I, my immediate response is samurai. I'm glad you said that, Griff, because that's going to be our next movie, American Samurai. Wait a minute. Do you? We probably should have done a lot of research. Um, same people? Yes. This is a canon film. No, no, well, oh, same actors, you mean? No, no, no. I mean, like, same production, like, writing, directing. Do we know? I know nothing any... about this film. Okay. So, much like Kinjite, you might get a shitty episode next time because we're going into this cold. We don't know anything about it. This actually, technically, isn't even an 80s movie. This came out in, like, a 93, but it's still yeah, a canon it movie. It did. And it it, it, it does is... feature the man who went on to replace Michael Dudikoff in the American Ninja series in American Ninja Three. I don't remember his name right now. We'll know it next nah, episode. Who cares? But so there is a link to American Ninja, and there's a link to American. So that's going to be our next movie. I mean, it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. Well, we don't know. We haven't seen the movie, but fuck, we've seen this movie. We couldn't even remember it. So. I don't. It's gonna be hard not to beat this movie. Well, I guarantee you, I'm gonna drink some ninja tea before I watch it. So I'll yeah, remember everything. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to drink some ninja tea before I watch it too, because 
Seriously. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not, this wasn't a total loss. I mean, Steve, it's always good to see Steve James in a film. Steve James saves every movie. Like, seriously, if you're a fan of Terry Crews, you need, uh, you need to watch this movie and uh, Hero in the Chair just to see how T- Steve James, like... Imagine Terry Crews with an even better mustache. That's a good way of putting it. God, Steve James. He is just... I really wish he did more, and unfortunately we lost him. So yeah, too bad. The fucking world is a colder place because of that. It's already pretty Yeah, cold, I mean, it's but... sad that he couldn't live long enough that he could have starred in a movie instead of just being, the, you know, propping up some corny white guy. I might take that on as a homework project, just, like, looking into some of his other movies and trying to find us something to... Well, I'm, I mean, eventually we're going to get to American Ninja 2, and he's he featured in that as well. I but. know. I just want something where Steve's our guy. Well, and I that's hope what you I, can find it. I don't, again, I'm not aware. I, I'm, not, I'm not an expert. I hope there is some ones where he's a star. But. Uh, yeah. And I think the show prep for this one shows that <laughs> homework <laughs> is something that we uh, – we're yeah, we're not. If you're looking for like some heavy details and facts, this is the wrong podcast to listen to. But if you want, you want two, be- two idiots who say they enjoyed a movie that they ended up just. <laughs> I I mean, it's, I hated the movie. There's elements no. I liked. There's definitely stuff. To I'm like. not. I'm just not a Dudikoff guy. Just... Dudikoff is kind of the worst. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, and again, you always great when Steve James is proper. You off, you but. have told me because we talked about uh, we we've been talking about doing American Ninjas for a while, and so you always told me like the first one's my least favorite, and yeah. I, again I brought it up earlier. I was like, what ninja movies did you, American Ninjas? Did you tell me I've seen like two, three, and four, and they're wonderful. Like they're yeah. insanity, and the Skittle Ninjas show up again, fucking. I can't wait to get there, but yeah, for now, like uh, like Murray said, you got some American Samurai to look forward to next week. We're we're not gonna have amnesia. We're gonna get that tea. I ordered it on Amazon while we were just rambling here for the last ten minutes. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys disagree and you have some reason why Dudikoff's great. I'd like to hear it on Facebook because I I'm saying no. He, he blows. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. So that one Michael Dudikoff fan out there, I'm waiting to hear from you. I don't think Dudikoff has fans. I would. I don't. I, I, I can argue that. I don't. I'll, I'll throw it up to Yahoo uh, answers or whatever Yahoo questions, whatever that is. If people are still Does involved Dudikoff in that, have fans? I think I think that no. could be fun. You know what? That's what we're gonna do. So I'm gonna go ahead and sign up for that, and maybe we'll get some answers for you next week. But uh, for now, you know, let's go ahead and sign it off. Yeah, this is Tim telling you to keep it warm. Uh, bye. <laughs>